Welcome to Pitch Intense, the entertainment pitching podcast. And this week it's a video game pitching podcast as a celebration of the release of the PlayStation 5. We are going to be pitching Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 5. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Aaron. You might be wondering, Spider-Man 2, that's already been released. Nah, girlfriend. That is Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is available on PlayStation 4 and 5 at the moment, which is a kind of a 1.5 in-between, not-quite-sequel-DLC standalone. Mm-hmm. That's basically using the exact words from uh, uh, Insomniac's marketing there. They kind of dropped the ball on that. It is a very enjoyable game. However, it is not the full Spider-Man sequel. Um, we went on very different paths with this, which means that we've kind of had to retool the episode a little bit. Um I did not have time to fully commit to a full pitch. So I've got a series of ideas. Uh, and Darren can did what can only be described as a spiral into madness. Uh, and... In too deep and trying to keep up above hmm. in my head instead of going under. I see. You Would did, you in do? fact, exchange pain for pleasure. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah that's I, what's... I, I just went far too deep in this i had very i had a very good and well by my own opinion a good a plot but it was it would have taken me a good two hours to probably put it across so we may need to scale back on that a little bit and then it just it got away from me a little bit of oh i want to do this oh i want to do this oh i want to do this oh we want to save that oh well, let's do this in number three or oh, what would number three actually be so i had to calm down and we've come to a compromise we have. That compromises. we're going to take a similar approach that we did with the uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 pitch episode. We're going to work together, uh, which is good because kind of like a, a way back into doing pitches as we've not done one in a good long while. Um, we're going to try and combine our ideas together. We're going to set ourselves half an hour to get a working pitch for Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 5. Uh, Darren, are you ready to begin the timer and start working on the main story? I am. Before we go, I will just because I don't want this eating into our time. So in terms of characters, if you're not aware, right, we're going to have obvious spoilers for the first game. Um, I have not played Miles Morales. You, I don't think it's so far in that you could really give any substantial spoilers. Uh, no, and there's nothing really to spoil. It's a very self-contained story. It's, right. In summary, it's Spider-Man goes on vacation. Miles Morales has to be Spider-Man. Things go awry with with Miles Morales' cast of characters. Lovely. That's kind of it. it. It's very, very self-contained, very... An, not an elsewhere story, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so now, because GTA 6 was its own standalone story, we didn't have to give any preamble, but I feel like it's important to establish where we are before we jump into pitching so we don't waste time having to explain the, the, the kind of bedrock we're working from when we get into the timer. So, the end of the first game, the Devil's Breath issue has largely been dealt with. Uh, Doc Ock is dying but defeated at the end, pardon me. Um, I'm just going to list off the characters as established in that game, and two of the people we know for certain are in Miles Morales. So, Taskmaster, Doc Ock, where he said he was dying. Um, Scorpion, Rhino, Electro, Doctor, uh, Mr. Negative, Vulture, Tombstone, Taskmaster, Silver Sable, Hammerhead, Black Cap, Shocker, Screwball, Kingpin, MJ, uh, Miles Morales, obviously, uh, the Tinkerer and the Prowler, who are both um, uh, in Miles Morales, uh, Aunt May, who unfortunately dies at the end of the first game, Norman Osborn, and most in- uh, interestingly of all, uh, Harry Osborn, who is found to be alive but seriously ill in a tank surrounded by black 
somewhat conscious slime. We can only presume what that is. So that's everybody as they were in the first game, or at least how we left them off in the first game. So that leaves a lot of people unused for the sequel that hopefully we're going to use right now. So, with that being said, we're going to put half an hour on the clock, we're going to get our thinking caps on, and we're going to start now. So, I Main story, obviously, <laughs> we're, our, our two big bads are going to have to be Venom and Green Goblin. Now, I think the issue with Green Goblin, I 100% agree Venom has got to be in there at some point. I think the problem with Green Goblin is they didn't really leave an easy way to transition him into no, this version of Norman Osborn into Green Goblin. That's my only worry there in terms of yeah. he wasn't like he was established as like the head of Oscorp, which is like status quo. But I mean, like he was just like a corrupt business like politician person. He didn't really have they didn't showcase any technology that could even hint towards him becoming the Green Goblin. So that would be my only worry there. I'm not saying it's a no. I'm just saying it's a bit like we've got to be inventive with how he, we get him there. There is a point that I wanted to bring up uh, when it comes to the mechanics, which mm -hmm. is why I'd want the Goblin in. Okay. Um, but we'll figure out most of the story first, and then I'll argue my case for that later. At the very least, we know Harry Osborn as Venom yes. is going to be the big driving force in the game. I had a bit of an idea of how we can accomplish this. Go ahead. Um, I would like to see something like... So Peter returns to New York following the events of Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is fairly self-contained um mm. in that there are reports of a black and white suited spider-man who's made their way like onto the you know the just the facts of J. Jonah jameson yes he's like there's a third spider-man he's a menace or he tries to blame it on the first spider-man's like oh, okay now they're both running around in, in black suits and, and being a menace um Peter would have a conversation with Miles about that, but Miles says, obviously, it's not him, mm -hmm. which would lead to, I think, like, the first early stage boss would be not Venom as we know Venom, but a black amorphous monster, the living goo that lives in that tank. Right. Um, during which I, th I would like to see a plot line in which that fight leads to symbiote suit Spider-Man. Right. See, now that kind of mirrors slightly what I was thinking as, as how we introduced Venom. The Miles idea is very good. I think I would hold off. I would have the mystery go the whole length of the game, or at least as far into the game as we could. I would reintroduce Harry early on as, like, he's back, he's looking healthy, jacked as fuck, which is like, and Peter's like, oh my god, you look so much different. And he is not aware of kind of what's happened. They just tell him, you woke up from a coma, da -la -la. And at night, or at least when triggered by something, he becomes Venom. Not like the refined Venom we see in like the cartoons, the comic book stuff. He doesn't have the big spider or anything. He's more like the Venom from the Venom movie. Um, and I would have him, yeah, run around and be the one that everyone's saying, oh, is, is this a new Spider-Man? We don't really get a good look at him. I'd have him... Like, this <laughs> this might be a bit much for this game, because it's not that visceral. I'd have him eating bad guys. The, then him... You could do that. It would add a certain edge to the yeah. game. I mean, the, the Mr. Negative plot in the first game is fairly sanitised, even though you deal with the death of Miles' dad in that game. Yeah. So I think having, you know, J. Jonah Jameson finally has something to say. Spider-Man is killing people. Mm. And... 
both Peter and Miles are like, we ain't doing that. So something's going on, which then, you know, I I like the idea of introducing Harry early on and it being like, he's not aware that he's Venom. I like that a lot. And I I like that a lot. This can make Norman Osborn a, a big antagonist, but not necessarily make him a goblin. I have an idea of how we get him to the goblin via a B plot, but hear me every second. So he could have like a trigger. So say this symbiote, Right, we're gonna. I'm, I'm game playing the fire thing. I'm gonna work on the same weakness all symbiotes mm. have. Say there's like a, a chip that he's put into uh, Harry. Like Norman sees when for, they're going through all the experimentation that you know this thing can take over Harry at a moment's notice. But Harry has no recollection of it at all. You can have it be like a neural blocker, so it blocks the audio canals in his ears, so that when absolute silence is achieved the symbiote takes over and he has a way of kind of using like lights or something that he can like Norman can put on super villains to send this venom after him. So it's like, look, this thing is going to come out. If we don't lay it out so often, it kind of, you know, Harry deteriorates rapidly. So we have to balance the books, but at least we're going to like point him in the right direction and take out initially super villains. But then, you know, if people become political rivals to, Norman or someone he needs to get rid of, he can kind of point Venom at them. I think then that makes it such a duality that Harry is completely innocent. Although we start to see the things that happen whenever you get a symbiote, like he becomes slightly more aggressive, a bit more of a dick, but that's like a gradual thing over the course of like a, you know, 16 to 20 hour storyline, like main storyline throughout the game. Yeah, so good. So maybe something like the early on, like Peter and Miles are fighting, say, What's a relatively low level? Shocker? Shocker. And always, always shocker. Always shocker. And then shocker gets fucking straight up murdered by Ooh. Venom. Okay, I've had a better idea for this because I've, I want to I wanna really... I like shocker so much I really want to use the superior foes of Spider-Man as like a Ooh, returning yeah. crappy opening level bad guys situation. I'd have him kill Screwball because that would just make me happy. Yep, I'm so okay with that. Screwball just disappears. Like we see her early on in the game. And then she's just gone because Venom has eaten her. And then you can kind of have, like, I would also have Oscorp take over the raft. And people be, like, initially against it because of all the stuff Oscorp did. But crime is down. Supervillain attacks are down. Like, well, okay, maybe he's not doing so bad of a job. It's because Venom's eating people, but they don't know that. Yeah. um, What we could do with that, then, is if it's not necessarily... Norman Osborn, who is the face of Oscorp anymore. No. It's some, it's someone else. It's somebody. I had the idea for a side quest, but I'm happy to bring him over. Oh, I've got an idea for this as well. But go ahead. Uh, so instead of um, instead of Norman Osborn at the head of Oscorp, and not Kirk Connors, who we know is going to have to be in this game. Yeah. But Roderick Kingsley. Oh, Michael, we're so on the same goddamn wavelength. Here we yep. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't do Green Goblin. You do Hobgoblin. I've got a great idea. This is going to duck into my B-pop for just a second. Can I just take over for just yeah, a second? Yeah, carry on, carry on. So we're going to... I'd have. This is my opening, right? So you'd have like a fight against Shocker, which kind of catches Peter and Miles off balance a little bit because supervillain attacks have just not been around that much. So he pulls one and they're like, oh my God, we've got to scramble. And the first bit is they're like, you know, meeting each other halfway through the swinging through the city. Like, oh my God, where did Chuck come from? Nothing's happened for months. Um, 
after that, you'd have him go to like a press conference. They're basically announcing what they're going to be doing. Because in the course of the first game, Oscorp requisitioned all of Doc Ock's uh, tech work. They, they kind of folded it back into Oscorp. They're going to announce like how they're going to be handling this. Roderick Kinsley has called a new press conference. He, as far as where Norman Osborne has been excommunicated from Oscorp, Roderick Kingsley is now in charge. And that's how you work in Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors says he was... He's the lizard, that's established in the first game, but he's like, look, I, you, you basically make him out to be like a, 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 monster, a mindless monster when he transforms. And Kurt Connors is in no way a bad guy. And this is him trying to like redeem himself and say, look, we're going to combine my biological scientific knowledge with my old you know, friend and colleague, Doc Ock. You make him like old Oscorp um, employees or some kind of close relationship between the two. So his tech stuff and my biological stuff can combine to kind of move us into the next level. I'd have someone come out in a wheelchair and say, look, we're announcing this today, but we've actually been working on this for a while. Geezer in the wheelchair stands up, said this man was, you know, injured in the line of duties like an ex-Marine. And they, like, oh, remove, yeah. like, the, the coat he's wearing and show that basically he's got, like, like extremist armour for Iron Man, but it's on his legs. It's kind of gold and looks a bit scaly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look... This is basically Oscorp, uh, um, Doc Ock's tech grafted onto limbs. Not like, uh, you know, extra appendages like he had, but grafted directly onto the thing, mm. working in tandem with the muscles that are in his leg that has atrophied, and now he can walk. This is my scales project, because it looks gold and it's kind of scaly. Mm. And he's like, you know, I'm going to put my, use to, my name to a good use. This is how we go forward. It's gold-coloured, because eventually you would have Roderick Kingsley, you know, maybe being pushed out of Oscorp, because Norman's still running things behind the closed doors. Roderick's about to be pushed out. He puts that shit on his whole body. Boom, you've got a gold hobgoblin ready to yeah. go. Super-powered. I'll, I'll be honest, when you just said, um, have a guy in a wheelchair with no legs, I thought you were going Flash Thompson. Oh, uh, that could work, but I feel like... God, Ho- Hobgoblin's better. We've both landed on Hobgoblin. Yeah. Well, the, the guy in the wheelchair could still be Flash Thompson. You could always leave room for Agent Venom down the, down the line. Um, mm. But, yeah, that's how I would do that. You would then... You'd obviously have to have, at some point, Kurt Connors be kicked out of Oscorp as well for letting Roderick Kinsley become the Hobgoblin. Yeah. But then that's okay, because then he can become an ally more to Peter, because obviously he would recognise Peter in the crowd if him and MJ are covering it for the Daily Bugle. Because I think in Miles Morales, they established, like, Peter's now back taking photographs at the Bugle. He's helping MJ on an assignment, right? Yeah. Um, at the start of Miles Morales, he leaves New York to go to Simcaria to help MJ right. on, on a report. Okay. So you could have, like, Kirk Connors recognise him. Obviously, he doesn't know his Spider-Man, but he's like, you've worked with Dr. Octopus. Please come and help me, you know, with this work. We really appreciate your input. That's how you can kind of replace the Doc Ock Lab-like tech stuff. You could just have it basically become... You go to Oscorp and you help Kurt Connors with tech stuff. And then he can become your go-to... He can be the cue, basically, you go to when he's kicked out of Oscorp after the Hobgoblin stuff to, you know, help you build your suit, help with extra tech stuff. And I've got an idea for where you could take that going forward in the franchise. But yeah. Oh, that, that leads so nicely into a side quest idea I had. Oh, Michael, go. <laughs> okay. Um, I had an idea... Originally, it was going to be, you know, when you go and find Harry's dead drops in Spider-Man? Yes. You're now finding... Originally, I had Roderick Kingsley's dead drops, but now it's going to be Kirk Connors' dead drops. Mm-hmm. Um, before the Scales project, uh, he, Kirk Connors had kind of initially lost his mind trying to replicate 
Spider-Man's powers. Yeah. Um, and you find a number of these like uh, clues of like there's something creeping around the city, and it's it's like it, it's it's gone out of control. You find like and you get these updates from Kirk Connors being like you so see you listen to a dead drop where he's doing like a trial, and then he'll talk to you when he's your ally, being like, yeah, we really regret doing this. Um, I I made something and it's just out there. We need to put it down. Mm-hmm. Maybe this could be like something that miles handles because it's right. very it's yeah. very much like peter's dealing with other stuff and it's like a miles story um i basically wanted to lead up to a fight with spider-man spider oh okay as like a kind of like a man bat situation like you're that tracking him work. down see i i like that see i i thought of another like scatter quest that's like a very easy like not like, like the pigeons but a bit more tied in i like man spider idea we're keeping that however as an addition to that oh go on we have he was also experimenting on different creep back like when he was you know he's still a good scientist but he was doing these things tell him that there's there's one that i didn't want to tell anybody about it didn't seem to have really caused any issues but we've noticed there's a lot of bees about like like but they're, they're giving off like very very small levels of radiation that they shouldn't be you go around collecting these bees, and when you get them all together, they become swarm, and you can have a fight against swarm. Oh, that'd be cool. There I you like go. that. That's kind of like the a, 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 a testament to the the pigeon side quests in the first one. Exactly. Ex- but you're catching like these massive hornets that eventually become a Nazi swarm of bees. That uh, would be cool. I I had one little idea for the for the end of like the the cloning side mission. Yeah, and I've said the word now, so you know where this is going. Oh no! Miles fights Spider-Man, Spider, and then like y- you have it so that like he's being physically overpowered. In Miles Morales, um, you can see that he's kind of like not there yet. Right. He doesn't have the finesse, and therefore I don't think like even though he's got the venom powers and the cloaking powers, he's losing that fight. Yeah. And then I'm I'm imagining like a, a moment where like when your health gets knocked down below a certain point, it triggers a cutscene of, like, Spider-Man, like... Uh, sorry, uh, Mosman is being pinned down by Spider-Man Spider, and then, like, a red foot just kicks hmm. Spider-Man Spider off, and there's another guy in a Spider-Man suit, and he's like, Peter? He's like... <laughs> like, like a who the hell is Bucky, so just like, who the hell is Peter? Yeah. You and this other dude put Spider-Man Spider down... And then he goes, thanks. And he's, the other guys go, I'm Ben. And you go, oh, fuck, okay. Okay. I've com- We're going to come back to that because this is ties into an idea I had for the whole franchise going forward. I'm talking like three, four, five this like, is working well. games in the thing. So just to return to the A plot for a, for a second. So I think, yeah, we established all the Venom stuff in however we want to do that. I, I would hold off on having him run into... Having like to have chase sequences where you don't really get a good look at whatever this thing is, it's always at night. You can't really get a good look at him. Um, I would have. See, I was trying to think of something that would drive a wedge between Peter and MJ. Like not to the point where they break up, but like you've got to have some conflict there. Yeah. And I would have Harry be the catalyst of that. Of like he he's he's been a bit of a dick to both of them. They're both just so happy that he's back, but they're still like. You know, he's changed. He's a bit more aggressive than he used to be, Delilah. I would have... Because MJ's, like, quite um, black and white in these types of things, I'd say, like, if Peter keeps working with Kurt Connors, he'd be like, you know that's the lizard, right? He's 
any bit near that man could turn into a monster. You could, all, you not realise he could all be doing this to, you know, use your expertise to help him turn into lizard, gain more control. And Peter's always like, no, 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 don't, don't be stupid. It, it's he's fine. And or pushing into Roderick Kingsley, he's like murky background before he joined Oscorp. And then Harry's the one. Whenever you see him have a conversation with either one, he's kind of pitting them against each other. He's not doing it maliciously, but like that's just the symbiote taking over. He's taking a more negative response to each other. Mm. And I think then when Roger, Roger Kinsley becomes Hobgoblin, that's like, well, look, I told you this was going to happen. That can be a bit of like a bit of a wedge between the two. Obviously, it would eventually work out and it would be fine. But I think we need to put that in there somewhere because there has to be some romantic um, things. I've got another way to do that as well. It's going to seem real cheesy and like I'm just copying it to the Spider-Verse, but fuck it. I'm putting Gwen Stacy in there, and I'm putting her initially just as Miles Morales' new girlfriend, so you can go on some double dates. Nice. I'm okay with that. Right? I'll mention her again later. I think I know where you're going with this, and I'm very okay with that. I had a similar idea for the ending. Um, I had an idea for... We are like halfway through our time now, so I'm going to start Uh, talking about my side quest ideas as well. Okay. Um, I want Mysterio in the game. That's all I'm going to say. He okay. needs to be in there. <laughs> I fucking yeah, I, love I know I he's not going to... Sorry, go on. No, I couldn't figure out a good place to put him. Because like, I was like, is he big enough that you're saving for like a main antagonist? Because I'd have your main antagonist is like Venom, Hobgoblin, so on. But if you've got ideas, go for it. I, I think, don't get me wrong, Mysterio is my absolute favourite Spider-Man villain. I have written two separate stories about how much I fucking love that character. Yeah. But this version is not the you know the maniacal mastermind that i've portrayed him in he's he's bruce campbell campy in this one is it's not to say that he hasn't got the his shit together but i kind of would want to position him as more of a mixture of like the scarecrow levels from um the arkham series and the vr missions from the metal gear solid series Mm -hmm. basically we're going to use the power of the ps5's ssd in order to load like different levels and locales uh, to make it like an an actual like hallucination or a transportation to a different world you're not just like being thrown into a loading screen like you could be going along like swinging through the city and all of a sudden like the green mist descends and you're in a different place entirely um that and then if you really wanted to go ham on it the his final fight he's fucking with your head directly and like the adaptive triggers on the dual sense can fight against you when you wanted to like swing through the city. He's mm. like stopping you from doing shit because you've got like that force feedback resistance on the controller. You can make something akin to like the psycho mantis fight from metal gear solid one, where the game is acting against you and you've got to figure a way around it. That's genius. It, yep, it that's fits Mysterio cool. perfectly, I think. That that kind of the idea yeah. of the game fighting against you. And then leads into one of the other features that I think the PS5 can do. Uh, the ability to play as both Peter and Miles, flicking between the two, GTA V style. Oh, yes. So, you know, you're flying along as Peter. The controller's resistant against you. You can't beat him on your own. Switch to Miles find out where Peter's being tormented on the map, knock him out of it. I I agree. I think I would hold back a little bit on having... I like the idea of having like a 2.5 or 3.5 going forward that's Miles-centric. Mm. So I would have, I would have him playable, but I think during the main story, until you finish the story, it's, it's only when it's relevant to the plot that you get to play as Miles. Mm. And then when you finish the game, you can then freely switch between whichever of the two you want to be. 
I think then... Go on, sorry. Go on. I was going to say, the only reason I would say it would be nice to have both fully playable is because, weirdly enough, they do actually handle really differently. Right. Peter's, Peter's got access to a wider array of gadgets, for sure, which kind of, like, switches up his fighting style quite a lot. Miles has access to a lot of, like, cooldown-centric stuff, so, like, the Venom and the cloaking, whilst having a very limited access to gadgets. So they do actually play really differently. So I, I think it would be nice to have something i prefer it to be like you say either certain missions or gta 5 style switcher i don't think this needs to be like a multiplayer feature i think that would yeah. ruin it i think it's just because we're trying to sell quite an in-depth story especially if we're going to have the whole thing being peter thinks this might be miles and you keep you know going into that paranoia of it's a black suit it's fine man you're not there whenever this thing is for whatever reason obviously it isn't miles but that drives a wedge between them then, and I think that could play quite nicely into an ending I had in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously at some point he's got to confront the fact that he's going to have to find out that it's Harry. So I would have him, you know, like I said, all this stuff is happening, Spider-Man's like, look, like Miles stops talking to him at this point, like, you've accused me too many times, it's clearly not me, I can't believe you don't believe me. Goodbye. You can have some things happen that make it, why Peter would jump to that conclusion. Um, I would then have him go to the raft, Right, look, it's black and white. At this point, I've exhausted all ideas. I'm just going to have to ask Mr. Negative. So he goes there. He goes to the raft, talks to him. But Mr. Mr. Uh, Negative's, like, really apprehensive to talk to him. He doesn't even want to come to like, the bars in the cell. He's like, no, 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 no. You, you haven't seen that thing. It's nothing to do with me. This is something much worse. I would then have Venom land in the raft, mm. and Spider-Man's got to fight him. It does not go well. Um, I would have it like i would have it like they're smashing through so much of the raft that basically it starts to open the cells so you can have other supervillains trying to escape you know just rendering prisoners trying to escape i would then have it set off the um it sets off a fire a fire basically that then triggers the um the alarms to go off obviously being allowed you know something can happen that means you know the venom suit starts to freak out because the sound is that loud it can disrupt his uh the audio blockers or whatever. I would then have basically Venom just explodes. He, he, the Venom suit stays on Harry. He kind of whimpers a little bit and you kind of see, you know, peels back a little bit to be Harry. I'd have the symbiote jump onto different supervillains. So it jumps onto Rhino, jumps onto Vulture, jumps onto uh, Shocker or whatever. Nice. Your last bit of the game, so we're kind of building towards that last bit, is you've then got to, during the game when uh, they first escaped the raft and they started running over New York and you have to go and stop them individually. Yeah, yeah do that again but they're all symbiote paired so it's a lot harder to do you can have him really like run through the things he's got to collect these pieces of the symbiote you would give them to kirk connors so that you can have the black suited spider-man in the third game of like they've you know worked on it they think they've got it pat Mm. oh that could could lead into the agent venom storyline exactly yeah we could repurpose that once he's like gathered these weaker pieces of it go back to the raft um harry's like you know, not looking great. He's like weaving back to, you know, how he was in the tank, basically. And Norman's like, well, yeah, this is the big realisation of, oh my God, it's you that's been killing everybody. Norman walks out and goes, well, what are you going to do? That's your, that's, you know, you're going to kill my son just because of things are happening. We've got a lock on it. It's fine. Peter's obviously going to object to it because, um, oh, let me read my notes. I had a good, <laughs> I wrote this down. It was pretty good. <laughs> so, um, you know, it would, it, you basically have to choose between do you kill Harry or, or do you 
let this thing carry on. Um, you would get to the point where basically Peter's knackered at this point anyway because he's been fighting for symbiote-powered supervillains. It's not looking good for him. But basically I'm trying to find a way where we basically we kill Harry at the end of the game. He decides, I don't want to be a monster. Uh, the symbiote kind of crawls off him anyway because he's so weak and battered and knackered from all the fighting he's just done with Peter. I would then have the symbiote jump onto um, Norman at this point. Only temporarily mm. it goes onto Norman. Norman's actually the last bloke you fight. He's super angry because he's working a bit more in tandem with the symbiote than Harry ever was. And as Harry lays dying, you're trying to fight Norman. So ultimately it's Norman's fault. They could have maybe saved Harry if they didn't have to fight his dumbass. This is where Miles can swing back in for a nice save. The two of you take down Norman Osborne, get the symbiote off him and trap him. But Harry's dead. You know, he can die in, in, in Peter's arms. It's all very sad and emotional. But this then leads me into idea of a sequel. Do you like that idea so far? I do. I will make two alterations, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, one, the fight that leads into the third act should be black-suited Peter going mental versus Miles in a red Spider-Man suit to have that real sense of duality of personality. Okay. I just think in terms of, like, a visual, a red-suited Miles... Like a well, red and blue suited Miles and a black suited Peter, kind of like I think of the poster from Spider-Man Three, where mm. it's two very similar looking things against each other. I well, like. You could, yeah. Sorry, go on. You could have that be. I've reached Miles taking down all the symbiote villains, and some of the symbiote actually gets on Peter as well. So he's the fifth person you have to go and fight. Actually, yeah, that works perfectly. Oh not yeah. Been, think of alternatives. There we go. Miles is the person you have to fight the five and that. That works very well. Um, that that kind of fixes the second fix I was going to do, which was have Miles fight some of the symbiote villains. So yeah, okay, we'll have it as you do the you do the the villain kind of like the boss rush as Miles, and yeah. you've got to fight Peter as well. Ah, that's go. good. Right, so that's the end of my main plot. I'll get some. We've got five minutes left. Okay, I'll be quick. Shit. <laughs> I would have completely unbeknownst to anybody. At some point during when Harry was in the thing, the symbiote had a spawn, right? Ooh. It's red. Ooh. I would have that bit. I'm going to retool Carnage a little bit. Mm. This symbiote, you can basically make out that the the Venom symbiote wasn't at its full strength because Harry was so ill. It's kind of like how Deadpool's healing factor is tied to his cancer. Mm. The symbiote was only as strong as Harry was capable of making it. So that's why it had... You know, this they had to make complete silence in order for it to work. He had to work under very specific conditions. It wasn't as strong as it could be. I'd have the Carnage symbiote, as usual, be twice as strong as Venom, but it has none of his drawbacks. Mm. And I would have it be a complete DNA replica of Harry. Carnage is a clone of Harry, but obviously nice. evil. You could then have Harry reappear at the end of either this game or the next game or whatever and be the one to say... You know, you basically make it that it was actually Norman Osborn that died at the end. He mm. didn't. He's still your car child of Oscorp. And have Harry appear and say, I have proof. Here's the video. Spider-Man killed my dad. It's not actually Harry. It's Carnage, essentially. Mm. And you can then have him like be like a shadowy person in charge of Oscorp. We all know it's not the real Harry because the real Harry's dead. And that can drive Spider-Man even angrier because you're pissing on the legacy of his friend. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mm -hmm. like that a lot. You're so down with that idea? I am down with that idea. The only thing we haven't fit in is where the Hobgoblin fight comes in. 
Right, I would have him like I would have him be the Mister Negative of this. He's not the main antagonist. He's mm. like the sub boss. Yeah. And I've only put him in there so that you can basically have Norman would then so right. I I it's time I take a bit more of a stand. Obviously, everything I try and do behind the shadows isn't working. It's time for me to be front and center. Mm. He takes the scales technology. You could even have this is a bit of a, a fetch. If you have him work rework the symbiote. Um, uh, technology, you know, the symbiote they have access to. Because Carnage is a bit more, like, you know, conscious and not just like from Raving Monster, he can talk, he can be quite elegant or whatever. If he has another spawn and that one happens to be green, you can combine that with the scales thing that makes him stronger than the Hobgoblin ever was, changes the colour up, makes him, that what can turn him properly evil. Yeah. You know, instead of being Norman Osborn political genius, he's stark raving mad green goblin. Yeah. The, and, and in that case, you have to cast Roderick Kingsley as Mark Hamill. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's got to be done. Uh-huh. That works perfectly. Right. I think that's it. Uh, we've only got a minute left. Um, in that case, I, to... I, can, I can slap my last PS5 feature on there. Go for it. There is something in this, in, in Mos Morales, which annoys me that they haven't done. I want to implement a feature called dynamic swinging. The dual sense can apply pressure and rumble in the adaptive triggers in order to emulate web tension and swing speed. The fact that this is not in this game is beyond me because uh, I've been playing Astro's Playroom and it does exactly that. And I'm like, right. this would be so good in a Spider-Man game to be able to feel like how strong the webbing is. And it's just not there. Right. Well, it might have been that it was so late in development that they... Yeah, you because know, I imagine this technology was pretty in the woods until relatively recently. So hopefully by the time Spider-Man 2 comes in, you're right, they can implement that type of uh, tech. Or maybe it was like because they were doing it for PS4 and PS5 to have to retroactively take that out might have been a bit of a problem for them. But yeah, maybe. Alas, I, I agree, we could put it in there. Right, I've got literally 17 seconds left. I've got one last idea for a, 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 like a very big side plot that is something you can occupy miles with. Do a gang war. It's Kingpin and Tombstone, both you know, reaching for the power vacuum that was created the first time the Kingpin went to prison. Have them two butting heads, and I would introduce Punisher and Daredevil at this point. Uh, oh, I'd like that a lot. Yeah, Slot it's whether we'd be allowed to because it's just the Sony-owned characters. I suppose, but I mean, well, they did mention the Avengers, so I don't think they want to start. And because it, I don't feel like Punisher or Daredevil will get their own game. I think if they're yeah. trying to build a Marvel... If they're trying to build the MGU, I think it's a good place to at least see them in. And you could have them... Basically, like, to start Daredevil Season 2, they have different ideas about how to go about solving this gang war between um, Kingpin and Tombstone. Obviously, Punisher wants to be more on the front foot. Daredevil wants to take him down a bit more with litigation. And it can be Miles, like, constantly complaining to Pete, like, you've given me... You don't know how big of a task this is. Peter's done it so he can kind of keep Miles under watching out of the way. And like, oh, oh, this is like smaller fry stuff. This is something that Harry can kind of feed. Oh, no, I don't want Harry to know he's Spider-Man. Um, anyway, it can just be something he's like, right, Miles, I'm going to see if you can handle this, you know. Just let, keep me informed. I'll come help you on the bigger missions. But this can be, if you want to play as Miles Morales, this can be his bigger deal. He's got to juggle two people trying to go about a problem in very different ways and try and balance the two out, which is obviously quite overwhelming for the young spider-man if you wanted that to be the dlc 
that could mm. be a, a way of fencing off the Miles content as well. So you make it, instead of it being like the three chapter DLC, it's like one big oh, yeah. Miles Morales size game. That's a better idea. I'll go with it. Cool. Sweet. Right. Okay. Um, time. Now, technically, that's time for Spider Man 2. But we were only pitching Spider-Man 2 for 30 minutes. We've still got time to talk about what we want to do in the franchise going forward. That's true. Um, so, obviously, Gwen Stacy being put in there is a, a plot point for a further franchise. Yes. Hear me out. I think you know where this is going. You I might not know the character I've picked to help to be it, but... Right, I'd say, where's my actual thing? Right, here we go. So, um, at the end, the, the, the last scene you see, the secret ending, like Harry in the tube was in the first one, we see um, Gwen Stacy on a rooftop looking down at Miles and Peter, like, swinging away somewhere. Mm. A figure who's shown stood behind her but not in focus, kind of in silhouette, um, asks, are they ready? Gwen replies, not even close. Uh, the figure replies, we may need to accelerate plans. There's too much at stake for them to fail. Uh, someone is heard, like, coming up the steps onto the roof. Gwen gracefully drops off the roof, and then you hear the sound of webbing can be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the figure merely drops out of frame, like Obi-Wan Kenobi's been stabbed by Vader, drops out of frame. Um, the last shot is some teenagers coming onto the roof of, like, this New York high-rise with a single purple and red spider crawling away, as we like, the camera focuses on that crawling away. The silhouette is Madam Webb. Oh. We're going to put her in there, and basically we're going to do a big Spider-Verse-y thing where Morlan, the spider slayer, like in the recent comic books, who's just out to kill all the spider totems, so all the Spider-Men in all the different universes, mm. is coming. And Madam Web, being the all-seeing kind of mother spider of the situation, knows through precognition or whatever that Peter, Miles and everyone, this is the universe where the final battle will take place. Ooh. And we need to get them ready. That then gives you a big Thanos-level threat coming over the course of these games, and it allows you to introduce more Spider-People. Spider-Gwen, Ben Riley. You can just have them be people that Madam Web has kind of supplanted into this world because she's trying to gather her forces, basically. Because I don't know if you know about Morlan. Have you heard of him? Uh, in terms of the Spider-Slayer, I'm more familiar with Alistair Smythe, but I'm, I'm right. guessing... Is he from the the Spider-Verse um, comic event where it all takes place in New York. Yes. Cool. I know because that's the one where they had like punk rock Spider-Man and cosmic Spider-Man yeah. and all that. Yeah. Eric, so he's like, he's, um, yeah, he's the one that's coming to, he's basically like Kang the Conqueror, but for just for Spider-Man in that he can travel between worlds and dimensions and he's trying to kill all of the spiders basically. And I think it's a way that, you know, everyone likes Spider-Verse. And I think because someone accepted that high concept, why not do it in the games? Gives you a bigger, you know, you can still have all your supervillains. I would like to point out my straight in not putting Craven in this game for once. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. I, I would save him for a sequel. <laughs> I genuinely struggled to think. I was like, Craven's a big side quest. And I could not think of what the fuck it looked like. I think if you have the symbiotes get out again in the third or the fourth game, he can be the person that S.H.I.E.L.D. brings in to hunt them down. But because Harry reveals, you know, Spider-Man is also a fugitive, and if he's wearing the black suit at the time, Craven can also hunt him at the same time. So Craven's always hard to plot for, because you have to, like, think, why would anyone hunt Spider-Man actively? Mm. Unless it's just, like, to prove they're the best. So I I, I couldn't put my boy in there, so I left him alone. Um, yeah, so that's how I'd have that. You'd have more Spider-Man being gradually brought into it. You'd still mainly play as Peter. You could have like maybe side missions where you play as, well, 
whichever's how Spider-Man you want it to be. But then that gives you something big to build towards. I would have Alistair Smythe's on my list of like, well, put him in the the third game as like someone that Madam Web is behind. She's Alistair Smythe doesn't really exist. He's like someone that he, he can be a robot or something that she creates to test out Peter and Miles. She's taken the tough love approach of like, we need these people to be ready. This geezer's coming and he's gonna kill everybody. If, you know, and basically doom the universe if you don't feed him. She creates the Spider Slayers to train Spider and Peter and Miles, basically. I I like the idea of, like, come the end of the next game, you've got, like, like, whatever the final battle looks like in Mm -hmm. Spider-Man 3 is Peter, Miles, Gwen, Ben and Miguel. As yes. like it's like you're five, and then it's like you thought this was more, enough Spider-Man. <laughs> See what's coming in number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you do it. I think you could also, if Kurt Connors is booted out of Oscorp for like you know the the Hobgoblin stuff, have Parker Industries. Oh my god, I would have love to do and... Superior Spider-Man. I would love yeah, to do have that. Have him and him and him and Peter can form a sequel themselves and become well, not Parker Industries, but you know the equivalent of that. And have him and Kurt Connors run their own tech company. We haven't had that in a Spider-Man game. Or in a lot of Spider-Man media where we show... Especially since we're not dealing with high school Peter in this. Why not build towards that? And then you can you can have that be... Yeah, you know what? Don't have Harry reveal that it was Peter until the end of like the third or the fourth game. When Peter's at the height of like his professional life. Spider-Man's everyone loves Spider-Man. The, corp- the corporation's going great. And have Harry reveal that. Maybe even reveal that Peter is Spider-Man. And then you can have a fourth or a fifth game where everything that you've built up, all the luxuries he's enjoyed in the third game, all come crashing down. Because that's how Peter Parker rolls. You can never be happy for too long. Something bad has to happen. And I think that's how you do that. That's how you make Carnage really bad, because he fucking ruins every aspect of Peter's life. Oh, that would be a brilliant way to introduce Miguel if you do... um... Uh, Parker Industries, like you could have a scene where Miguel comes back and it's like, holy shit, I pulled a guy back like forward in time. It's like, no, 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 I came back, I did this, you didn't do this, mm-hmm. and have like an, an initial butting of heads between Miguel and Peter because that's something we very, very rarely see. Um, yeah. Which would be good because I feel like there needs to be more antagonism between the Spider People. It'd be interesting if like, so, so Gwen could be a Madam Web turncoat. Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, Madam Web is going to be like the one preparing for more, and isn't isn't she? Yeah, she she's like um, she's basically Uetu the Watcher in this situation of like she's trying to get him ready through whatever tactics necessary. You could have them meet eventually, but and she's like she doesn't she refuses to apologise. She's not at all sympathetic towards what she's done. She was like the universe will end if I don't get you ready. Every tactic and everything I did. I don't regret because it was all necessary to get you to the point where you can fight this geezer. Which obviously, when you do a fifth game, you don't want this to run, yeah, into infinity. There has to be an endpoint to these games, otherwise they, you run the risk of there being a bad one. And I think five is a perfectly acceptable number for this series before they reboot it or try something else with a retooling, and have him be the main antagonist of that fifth game. Yeah, I feel like you got to stop it at five. You've done, you know, the big Peter story, the um, our version of Spider-Man 2, which is kind of like the Venom story. Then number three, mm-hmm. you've got like the beginning of 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 like Superior and Spider yes. Industries. Then four, it's like, OK, now we're getting the Spider-Verse together. And five is fight Morlan. Exactly. Perfect. Cool. Well, happy with that. That is a I'm, I'm so glad you helped with that, because uh, I would have. 
I'd still be talking about... I'd be about halfway through my A-plot at this point if you would let me go by myself. <laughs> it, it just made sense. There's so many ideas that you can roll into a game like this. We, As we've said, we've kind of held back. I didn't do a big Mysterio story. You didn't do a big Craven story. But, we, di- we didn't treat this like a film, you know. No, and I think that's quite indicative of like the first game. Like, Yes, they had a fair amount of villains in there, but it was the first one. They had to establish a lot. In terms of who we've added... Venom, but he was kind of in like hints at in the first game. Um, we've added Venom, we've added Mysterio, he's new, Hobgoblin, Lizard was mentioned, but he doesn't even turn up in this game. You have Kurt Connors the whole way through. Obviously, at some point, he's going to turn back into Lizard in the later games, but I think it's more important to have because if you do it straight away, it's just a repeat of Dr. Ox, basically. So yeah. I just hold off on that. I mean, people we didn't have in this game that you still haven't touched Sandman, Hydro Man chameleon uh morbius uh craven we didn't even touch my boy um so there's so many people we didn't even touch in these games that are still out there that you can still add in later on so yeah we're good um i'm very happy with that that was beautiful it was uh and if you want to listen to a similar pitch uh then you should go listen to our grand auto pitch that we pitched the sixth grand auto game in half an hour that came out really well as well i feel like the kind of the com- the collaborative ones work out quite well when we don't have a solid idea no it's, it's a good way of uh, i mean with the gj one we literally had no ideas other than we both agree it should be vice city but uh yeah, yeah this one's come very well as well it's it's good for when we um yeah we don't neither of us have like okay i know exactly what i'm doing and i'm super excited to do it. not that i wasn't super excited to do this obviously i wrote four pages worth of notes but yeah this was this was a good meeting of the minds i think yeah it's come out great uh so you can go listen to other pitch intense episodes uh there's a playlist on our soundcloud page but until then um or until the next episode should i say you can go and follow me on twitter at that mike also on instagram you can go and follow darren on twitter and instagram and at the gutridge you can go and follow the site on foley and t that's f-o-u-l-e-t on facebook twitter and instagram of course go to fansentainment.com if you want more stuff like this end of year articles are on the way it is that wonderful time of the year mm-hmm. find us on spotify find us on apple Podcasts, find us on soundcloud like i mentioned earlier and wherever you can get an rss feed You'll find us under the name FowlyNT or FowlyNT Podcast, depending on the service you're using. Ah, uh, no idea what's coming next. Uh- <laughs> oh, I know. We're not done talking about Spider-Man games just yet, Maggle. Um, because somebody, some lucky son of a bitch who will go unnamed, has a PS5 and he's going to review it. Yeah, I don't know what episode is going up first, whether it's this or the PlayStation 5 review. Um, But it's either out already or next week we're talking all things PS5 and it's going to be glorious. Wonderful. We are not. We we're going to be discussing it, but it's basically going to be Darren's questions for Michael. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm over here slumming it with a PS4 that cannot handle Valhalla at all. <laughs> Has it taken Good. flight yet? Yeah, it's 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 come close. Good God, is it chugging with that game? <laughs> um, yeah, we, we definitely it's it's reaching the end. You can tell, but uh, no, I'm, I'm holding off for now. But Maggle did take the plunge, so we will have a PS5 review either next week or it's already up. So go check out the website to see when that's available. That you can uh, until that until that time comes. Wow. Okay, that was a really terrible outro. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Pitch Intense, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.